Al, you sped through this game really quickly, so I had to catch up and beat it. Room, I took some time off of work to play this, though. <laughs> like a real menace. <laughs> Only true menaces <laughs> would do such a thing. <laughs> oh boy hello welcome to this week's episode of the seasonal anime checkup ova it's a podcast where we have conversations about video games anime and manga hello i'm jared joined as always by doc alley and lady um hello this is episode 344 and it's time to talk about another trails video game Mm-hmm. the 10th game in the series that's wild it's very funny to me that, like, especially with this having a slightly different name than its predecessors, that mm-hmm. someone could just f- go into a store or peruse a online store and be like, oh, this looks interesting, and buy this not knowing it's the 10th game in a series that's the story is interconnected all throughout. <laughs> right, right. Like, you're you're basically doing a capstone for two of the three arcs we've had so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would just I would love to see someone's like reaction to all that and how they how they view this game in that kind of in that lens. It just reminds me of when I was buying um Trails of Cold Steel 2 at GameStop and the guy's like, You realize this is a sequel, right? And it's like, Yeah, it has two in, in the in the name. <laughs> Whoa. Um I've played the first one and I'm trying to procure the second one. Thank you. No, I thought it meant two as in like also. Also. <laughs> I, I can't read Roman numerals. No. Nope. You mean nope. this isn't Trails, Trails of Cold Steel II? I've, I've never played Final Fantasy. I don't know what those things behind the Final Fantasies mean. Yeah, I thought it was just cool little logo. Letters. Yeah. I mean, to uh, be fair, people do usually call Final Fantasy X like Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, it's Final Fantasy Twitter. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, yes, we're we're talking about the Legend of Heroes Trails into Reverie. Like I said, is the tenth game of the uh, Trails series, which is also a sub series of the Legend of Heroes series. It's a very complicated. You know, we don't need to get mm-hmm. into all that. Nope. Uh, yes, this is the the sequel of Trails of Cold Steel Four. Trails of, Trails of Cold Steel Four. That's it. Mm-hmm. In and in oven. <laughs> into. Into. This is also basically the the third Crossbell game. Mm-hmm. If you want to look into like that way as well, capping off that story. Yep. Capping off a lot of story essentially is this game. Is this game's purpose and then leading us into the next arc. installment, the next arc of the Trail series. The Calvert arc. Yes, which eventually we'll see at some point. Eventually. Hoping yeah. to hear about that soon. Uh this game was originally a, a game that came out in twenty twenty in Japan year on the playstation 4 it came out a year later on the switch and pc in japan and then didn't come out over here until july 7th of this year and a week later for the aussies it was a really smart move to put the crossbell games out before this though yes i know people were mad about that but it was a very very smart move otherwise people would have been so confused yeah, because like I said earlier, like this is essentially a third Crossbell game because like all the yeah. characters from those games are here. It primarily takes place in Crossbell, so like yep. you need to know all of the the stuff that's happened beforehand to really get a grasp on what this game's story is. 
Mm-hmm. Or else you would be very lost. Very lost. Lost in the sauce. <laughs> uh, this, this, let's talk about this, this English version, how buggy it was upon launch. It was a mess. Yep. A little messy. A little messy. Uh, so, yeah, when it came out, uh, link attacks are a thing that in the game where if, like, you... If you get a crit. If you get a crit, they can follow up on it or they can do some other stuff for you, essentially. It's just little bonuses that you can get in battles with certain with if you have characters paired up to each other. Um, oh, yeah, like the heals and things like mm-hmm. that, too. Yep. That's all fine and dandy for most of the characters in this game because, like, most of them are carryovers from Trails of Cold Steel 4. Correct. So, like, all that stuff is in the game already. However, if you are a new character or a character that wasn't playable in Talks 4 previous iterations... Basically, the link attacks were b- broken for those characters, so like it would just anytime you level up, it was like attack. just like link attack, link attack, link attack, which like isn't the worst thing in the world. But like, if you're trying to use those newer characters, like you're not going to mm-hmm. get all the benefits of the battle system. Of, that of you the would, connections, yeah, yeah, and especially if you like you're playing on harder difficulties, that's going to be even. Oh, I can't imagine more so a little bit of a, a, a struggle for you. Uh, that is that has been fixed. They did patch that eventually. Um, also apparently if you caught certain fish, I know which is a you problem, uh, the game would just crash. This did not happen to me and I'm surprised. It's very surprising. Apparently the first autosave would crash the game. Oh God. I'm glad that didn't happen as well. Uh, European players couldn't transfer their Trails of Cold Steel 4 saves into the PS5 version. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't do that period. You can't put your PS4 well, if you, in. No, no. PS- I mean like. If you're if you- playing on a PS5. Yeah, if you're playing the PS5 version, you can't take your Trials of Cold Steel 4 version or save into this game for European you players. You can't do that here either. You, yes, you cannot can. transfer PS4 into PS5. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm confused. Th- this is saying that like the the tra- their Trails of Cold Steel 4 save that you would load in at the very beginning of this game. Mm-hmm. That would be like, hey, here's like all the people you like hung out with. Here's your love interest, all that sort of stuff. Right. They they were European players were unable to to do that at all. Oh, at all? I just didn't link. Yes, if you're playing on the PS5 version, this is not the same as like if you have the the PS4 version of Trails into Reverie, like you were saying, and try to import your save into a PS5 version of the game, which the game just does not is not compatible with. Okay, I was confused because it says PS4 versions. Yeah, because Trails of Cold Steel 4 only came on PS4. I know. I'm so confused because you <laughs> none of the PS4 save files transfer into the PS5 version. Yes, they do. The Trails of Cold Steel 4 save will transfer into the PS5 version of Trails into Reverie. I can confirm this because I did it. <laughs> all the press releases beforehand said that it wouldn't, that they would just give you all the stuff and you would pick whoever nope. you dated. Nope. That's so bananas. Then why did they say that in all the press releases? I don't know. I mean, look how messed up this game was at launch. They clearly okay, didn't had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> fair. I mean, that was that was a whole thing when I was trying to decide which version to get, um, which I bought the wrong version anyway. Um, but because I had read all of the press releases going up to it to figure out like which one to do, and it was like, yeah, if you get the PS5 version, like the save files don't transfer, so we'll just give you all the bonuses, and you just pick who reindated. So, like, I obviously, it didn't, 
I didn't have a crossbell game save files mm-hmm. because obviously I played those on Switch. So like I got stuff from just being like, hey, did you play these? Yeah, sure. And then I gave you stuff for that. Mm-hmm. But they did let me transfer my save of four into this game. And then it was like, here's all the people you interacted with. And it's like a check mark next to each of them. I was like, yep, this all counts. Here's your love interest. I was like, yep, that counts. That that, that tracks. And I was like, all right, good. Let's go. Okay. So they it just did, lied. It, <laughs> it did give you the option, though, I guess, if like you wanted to, you could just like pick everything. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to just be like, yeah, I, I interact with everyone. <laughs> And lie to the game, but like I didn't. So, but I guess you could do that if you wanted, and then like rechoose everything else. But if you do transfer it in, it just gives you like everything that you did in that game, and then it's like, so, all right, so go. They, they definitely lied in all the press releases. Yeah, then. That's why you just don't don't read a press release. Well, from NIS America. <laughs> sometimes they're important. Not here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there, there. It also said that there would eventually be an upgrade path, or there would be an upgrade path from PS4 to PS5, but that is not true. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, that that's all a mess. And then also, there was intimacy intimacy events that you couldn't get unless you were on a PS4. Uh, what intimacy event? I think it's from the beach event. Oh, because uh. like I think Elisa's route on that was like super broken. Was it? Yeah, from what I had read. Um. This has all been patched on PC and PlayStation, but apparently the Switch version of this game is still broken. <laughs> Rip. So, oofa doofa. Switch, you got the good crossbell versions. You can't get the good Reverie version. That this is their payback. It's true. That's how they get you. Uh, yeah, Trails into Reverie. Would you like to play a game with over fifty playable characters in it? <laughs> There's a, I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of people in this game. There's a lot of people. Um, and I, I mean, I kind of expected it since it was a, a, a wrap up of two. Oh, arcs yeah, yeah. And like four already had just like a massive cast. And then you're adding in more characters as well on top of that. Yep. 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 There's definitely just scenes where like they try and fit all the characters into like a wide shot. And it's just like we have to zoom out so far just to get everyone in here. Yep. <laughs> messy and then when you have like custom accessories on them and everything just some people are non-existent and <laughs> those people are just blocked out <laughs> they just don't exist it's pretty good um pretty good yeah gameplay wise this is basically just trails of cold steel 4 again yeah there's not a whole lot new here um i think the 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 like the alt like the united front attack is new maybe united front attack is New, yes. Which I I used a lot in that game or in this game. Yeah, for an attack, heal, and magic. Yeah, which is nice. It's basically like if you have more than just like four people in a party, you have like reserves, or you have like a bonus character you can use orders with. You'll basically just be like, use your charge gauge, and you can just do an all-out attack on a, on a, on a in a battle, and basically you could just easily win a fight very quickly. <laughs> yep. My my tactic was usually like break them and then just spam the the attack. Mm-hmm. It it's very nice. Great. Uh, but other than that, it's basically just hey, did you play Trails of Cold Steel Four? It's basically mostly it's the, the same. same thing. This game is, I think, a little bit weird, or I guess indifferent, or is different in the fact that like the format of it is very much not the same as previous entries of this game i don't i can't speak to like the the sky series as much as you can mm-hmm. um 
but even outside of like hey we have three protagonists and three different story routes that are going on concurrently it's interesting to see one of these games where like you're not going and doing like a bunch of random quests for people in a chapter right Right. like all of that is gone except for near the end you kind of do a little bit of that but even then it's like a very little yeah like most of the like the quests and stuff you do is in the 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 new section the reverie corridor and even then it's just like fight people open chests gather this stuff do these mini games see these side stories (laughs) cook things yeah it's not like you're going like oh go do x for x person type deal yeah and i've mentioned before that this reminds me more of the third than any other um Mm -hmm. trails game and even then like they're they're definitely not a one-for-one like there's differences right it just felt but very interesting it, to like see like it, it's one a of different these format, games, yeah. yeah, and just dealing like, oh, I don't have to go do quests for everyone. This is I, it, this, the story is just straightforward. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, and like you don't have to worry about like, I think there's only a couple of like permanent missables. Yeah. Um, which is wild because these games are known for like you have to go talk to this random NPC in between like two major scenes that like get a book yeah that's the only time you can get it i think like one of the one of the biggest missable ones is near the end where it's like go and check out like these three specific things and then you'll get like a trophy for it Mm -hmm. yes and like that's probably like the biggest one like other than that it's mostly just like oh i guess you didn't talk to this person and get like a recipe book or something (laughs) but even then like if you if you check their like stars on those sections, so like it makes sense that you would. I mean, as long as you're like checking the maps, the problem is if you're just like through it, you would miss the stars. But at least they're yeah. marked in some way, mm-hmm. um, which Most, is better yeah. than not. <laughs> Most of the time in these games, like well hidden off the, and it, it won't even be like a mission you would like have on your list. It would be like, oh, this nope. is a secret one that you can go do if you know yep. the if you know what you're doing and all that stuff, or you're following a guide and all that. Mhm. But yeah, it was interesting to see that. Not yeah, what I, it, not what I was expecting. Different. Um and I mean I was fine with it. No, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like both formats. I can't believe they put gotcha in. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's gotcha in the sense that like you are gaining specific things that you can do polls for, which the polls are essentially you get like uh, quartz, you'll get sepith, you'll get items, and then consumables. you'll get consumables, and you'll also get like costume accessories and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't put real money into it, so it's not egregious it's, in that. It's sort not of egregious, thing. yeah. And like, there's nothing like super secret hidden behind any of the gotcha. Mm-mm. Well, I guess it technically it kind of is, but it's mostly if like you're going through the corridor, you're going to get all that stuff anyway. So, yeah. Uh, but like the the silver stuff that you like you you really do the gotcha pulls for like nothing is like super duper hidden behind there unless you want like a specific costume for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Then it could be, but yeah, it was just funny. I remember you bringing that up to me before I had got there and just being like, "Here's I'm doing gotcha." I was like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean you're doing gotcha? Doing gotcha? I gotta get, get my you are Reen. Gotta get my Kurt hat." You do. We gotta get that iconic Kurt hat. It's true. I'm still salty. There's no party shirt. That's a bummer because they bring it up in the story for Lecter. They do. He mentions he wants to put his party shirt back on, and then they don't have that as a costume for him. It's like that's such a missed opportunity. 
I'm so salty. I'm so salty because the whole time I'm just like, give me party shirt, give me party shirt. It would have been so good. It would have been so good. And it yeah. would have been such a nice crawl, uh, like a uh, tie into Crossbell because, like, that's how we looked during Crossbell. Mm-hmm. So I could have been like, "Hey, look, here's that look," because um, like they gave Tita her like red outfit that she had. I mean, it's like a recolor essentially, but like they they still gave her like her hat that you she can, had. Yeah, you in can Sky. essentially dress her up as like she is in Sky, like right. And then like T- uh, Tio has her old outfit. Yeah. So like, there are definitely like various callbacks to previous outfits and stuff, but then there's like, nah. There's like here's Lecter's night outfit, and I was like, oh, lame. Yay! <laughs> give give me that party shirt and them cargo shorts. Oh man, so good. Would have been so funny. Yeah, so you do the gotcha in the Reverie Corridor, which is essentially where you do most of your grinding in this game. Yeah, like most of the the like battles and gameplay mm. and everything happens there. It's a the very similar. It's a very similar system to like you know the old schoolhouse and then the the keep and three and four yep, like all exactly. that sort of stuff, where you just like you have this little thing you go off to do and do fights and all that sort of stuff. But this is where you get like gotcha for like all the other stuff we talked about. You also be able to get uh, new characters that you can pull in, which they won't really have story attached to them. They'll just be like new characters there. you can fight with. Yeah. Um, this is where you also unlock all like the side stories, the daydreams, and then all like the mini games you can play as well. And you can also um, in the Reverie Corridor get the trial keys so you can like upgrade move sets. Yeah, which is like it's, they're just little mini boss fights that you just have to like level up characters into. I mean, you have to fight Elliot's dad in a tank, so that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Funny. <laughs> Some of them though were like confusing. It's like, okay, it's why so are these confusing. people teaming up? Why are they fighting these people? All right, whatever. I guess I'll do it. <laughs> I mean that Elliot and Vita fighting his dad in a tank. It's you like, know, okay. normal sure. things. Sure, sure. Why not? I mean, like I said, the connection was they're both musicians, but it was just funny that yeah. it's just like, all right, here's Elliot's dad and tank. Mm-hmm. And the bad thing about it is that I saw it when you were playing it. The tank is easier to kill than his dad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? You know, Why normal are you things. tougher than this tank? He's just a tough dude. It's the power of love. It's true. It's true. He just wanted to give his son a big old hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to play a children's card game again? Yeah. I, I eventually kind of figured it out-ish. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It took I, you three I... games, but you got there finally. Man, what it took is watching you play it. <laughs> Because I I just could not get it together and grasp how it worked. And then, like, I watched you play when I just could not beat Lecter. And I was like, oh, I'm just like, interesting. Done. And then, like, the only one after that I really struggled with was Rufus. But even then, I think it only took me, like, three tries to I had to fight that out. dude twice because I, I beat him once. And I guess I loaded up the wrong save or something. And I had to redo no. that fight. No. And I was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> but I was able to get it done and everything. Uh, there's new cards as well. Like, there's new master cards that you can get, um, which some of them are interesting, but I just stuck with the one that, just, like, heals you and also buffs up the people in your back row, which is just great for if you have archers. So you just, like, pew, 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 snipe people, and it's, it's very fun. There's a there's also a harder mode that you all unlock in the post-game where it just gives you a bunch of random characters that aren't in the Reverie Corridor, and you just go against them. I did better than them. that one. 
it's easier. It's so much easier. Which, by the way, I should mention there's spoilers because I just dropped a character's name that I probably should have not spoiled. Oops, my dupes. Oops. Um. Oops, but oops. yeah, there, there, there be spoilers here. Yeah. Uh, you can play Palm Party. Like I it's love the Crossbell games. I love Palm Party. Well, now you can just get into the Puyo Puyo. I mean, I'd play Puyo Puyo it's if it's like thing. Palm Party. It's the same thing. <laughs> I've never played it before, but I, I mean, I really. I mean, I, I think really the only like difference it. is that you can you can move your Puyos vertically and horizontally compared to this, which is oh. vertically. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, essentially, it's, it's the same thing. It's you know, it's it's that it's Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. All that sort of stuff. But yeah, you can play a lot of uh, Palm Party. It's a lot of characters. A lot. There's a trivia game if you want to do that and try and remember all the, the weird, minute <laughs> information from mostly just the Cold Steel games that they want you to remember. We teamworked the last one for you. Yes. Because there's some, there's some random questions in there. It's like, you know, like, uh, how many... Characters get this specific S craft or something. It's just like, uh huh. What what is this character's specific specialty edition? Trails of Cold Steel two. Yeah. And it's like what? Luckily, there was fish questions, so I knew I had the right person to turn to for that. Yeah. Um, there's a beachside little thing, which is kind of like the beachside part of the second Crossbell game, which is like you go to the Michelin Resort, you go to the beach there, you do some mini games and that sort of stuff. Yeah, except for one of them's creepy. You get the weird VR part of the game. God, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's so creepy. There's a there's a robot game where you get to pilot a, a mech, but it's, it's yes. it pilots or it plays differently than all the other mech fights in the other games. Yes. Like it's more just like a third person action game type deal. Mm-hmm. It's real weird. It is very weird. Uh, and then also there's a magical girl Alyssa. Yes. Which is a play off of the game, the mini game that's in Tokyo Xanadu. Yes. But it's an enhanced version in this game. Yes. <laughs> which I was very surprised by. And also, like, they use, like, the environments and a lot of the music from Tokyo Xanadu, which was a very nice little callback. And they, they like, recolored the uh, the outfits, the uniforms mm-hmm. to be, like, the Tokyo Xanadu. I thought initially that it was, like, the actual uniforms, but it's definitely not. Yeah, and there's, like, a whole story in that as well, so, like get a whole whole deal with that it's real wild i went and looked at that image you talked about ah i was about to ask you and i was like huh there are some in, there are some bonus characters here but it's interesting that that's in the trails of cold steel 4 section of art yes and not for this game <laughs> right it is very weird i was like huh so maybe I, they were originally going to do know. that for four but then they like we already got too much stuff in four so let's bump it to this game and then they just sized it down again I don't know. But, like, I need to know what's going on with, like, Kurt in this, like, super fancy school uniform. And, like, Ash is back there. And Lloyd is here as a cop. Zeit's just there for some reason. I, like, I need to know. Crow's there. Mm Mm-hmm. I need need an explanation on what the rest of the story is here. Just tune in for season two. You know what? I will if it, oh, God, sorry, the duck's going. (laughs) (laughs) Game Boy's like duck time. Duck time. Um, if you hear strange quacking while I talk, uh, Game Boy is playing with his duck. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I would play it again, but I don't know if it's ever gonna come back because now we're moving away from yeah. Arabonia. 
but that was a that was an interesting little third like behind the back uh you know bullet hill type game yeah yeah and i was so jazzed to hear the the xanadu music again yeah it's like oh this is cool uh I think the big part of the Reverie Corridor is the side stories, the daydreams you get. The which daydreams. A lot of them are like precursors to the actual story that's happening in the game. So it's kind of like lead ups to what characters were doing before everything starts to kick off and everything. And like also just some like character, some stories of like characters that aren't necessarily in this story per se. And also like just a bunch of different interactions between characters and all that sort of stuff. It's it, They're fun little, like, side stories that you get a lot to, like, just add to the overall plot of the Trail series as well. A mm-hmm. lot of, like, good fan service moments scattered throughout, I'm sure, for fans of, you know, Sky, Crossbell, and, and uh, Cold Steel. So you get a whole lot of... You get a whole lot. I love the one where Ren uh, calls him dad for the first time. That was pretty good, and then she's like immediately switches back. Oh, Cassius, and he's like, oh, oh. He got like superpower because she called him dad once. It was really like, good. Ah, yes, I am now dad. <laughs> like, oh man, because I've always kind of wondered. I was like, okay, so did Cassius adopt her, or did like they adopt her? Did <laughs> did, did Estelle adopt her? Because you know, if Estelle adopted her, she would still be bright. But it makes sense that Cassius would yeah. be the one to do that. Which, like, damn, what a super-powered family. You have Cassius, you have Estelle, you have Joshua, and you have Ren all in the same family. That is stupid. Not a family that is to mess stupid. with. stupid. Right. Like, oh, my God. Uh, it's real good. Um, I like the Lecter one. I did but like the Lecter There's one. two Lecter ones, I think. Um, or is it, are they all in the same one? I think they're all in the same one where he's like trying to figure out. I, I guess he's trying to suss out who the who the. I was gonna say crook, but that's not the right word. The the um. The the double agent in the inf- yeah in the, the double agent intelligence division. While also trying to balance out having uh, a tea time with uh, Chloe and um shoot I'm blanking on her name. The other girl. She was the she was part of the student council when he was there which um i've always had a soft spot for this whole like arc i think they're different ones because i think because this one ties in more to like lector and his relationship to uh uh osborne and then also his relationship to those two Mm -hmm. i think the intelligent one is a different one okay well, I thought I thought because he had to like go in the middle of the tea, and then they found Maybe him on the roof afterwards. Know. Maybe the same. Maybe they're not. Who knows? It was a pretty long one. Yeah. Um, Lucy. Lucy is her name. But yeah, I like that one because like you get to see how electors like changed over time, and like also just the um the way he can kind of be more relaxed in himself with those two, and just how they will put up with him no matter what. Right, right. And, you know, a part of the whole thing is, you know, he, he, he lost his father figure, essentially. And so he's like, well, nobody's here that cares about me anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a family. He's like, and no. Then, <laughs> and then Chloe and Lucy follow him on a dang roof. And they're like, you're dumb. You're like, coming with want, us. We want to hang out with you, which is such a good callback. Because um, when you find out about Chloe, like, talking to Lecter, she has to, like, find him on campus. Um, cause he's the, the student council president, but he's missing and mm-hmm. Lucy is the VP and as asking like, Hey, can you, can you go find this joker? 
and she finds him on the roof. And he's ah. just lounging on the roof. And I was like, oh, this is so good. She knew where to go because of that event. Um, so apparently Lecter just likes to chill on roofs for some reason. You know, um, very tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I did appreciate it because, um, you know, Elector is obviously have like had a, a whole lot of like self worth problems and um, definitely some some loneliness going on. And he's such a complex character that like you you kind of never really know what's going on with him. And that's by design. He doesn't want you to know what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. And so these two, he's actually able to be somewhat more of like what I think he would have been if he had just been like left alone. Yeah. Um, But he, he realizes like, well, you know, no matter what, these two are going to find me. So guess we're just going to go with it. It's really good. It's pretty good. Really good. I love it. Like in Crossbell games, there's one part uh, where Chloe and Lecter meet in the stairwell and are talking. I'm just like, <laughs> so I was happy to get more of that. <laughs> Nerd time. Uh, it was interesting as well because like some of these stories interlap with each other or inter- intersect with each other, should I say, overlap, just combining words all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, like in the. Uh, the Tito, the Tito one, Tito where, she's, one. where she's like, she has to save that plane yep. that's flying over, and then you f- you circle back around to that where it's the uh, the old uh, you say he's granduncle, mm-hmm. and he is his plane that he hates and he just doesn't like it, and it's like falling, and then it's like, oh, we're getting saved, <laughs> yay! And then Jingo just takes it and is like, this is mine now. <laughs> I love that Jingo story. <laughs> I'm gonna let my dog fly this plane. Oh my god! Oh, uh, the best part about that Jingo story is when like she brings the golden uh, Mishi statue to her mom in Crossbell, mm-hmm. and then Tio just buzzes down the door like, "Where is it? I know you have it. <laughs> I need to see it. I will pay you whatever you want. I don't care." <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, I did like how they gave us a short story of like what Cedric's been up to and his training with Ouroboros. Yeah. To yeah, see that how was... he's, how he's hanging with Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> and now Shirley's basically like, all right, cool. I'm going to set out like the whole red constellation to murder you. So, uh, good luck. luck. It's like, oh boy. But like, she's really testing his conviction on whether or not he mm-hmm. actually wants to do this. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it kind of solidifies that that is what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he doesn't die, which good for him. He's got his little robot friend. Right, the robot friend. <laughs> when you mentioned that there was someone weird in the 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 character gotcha, I thought it was going to be the robot. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> That's what I thought it was going to be, but it was not that. Um Bummer. But yeah, there's there's quite. A, oh, we we have to talk about Kurt Vander. We have to talk about that one and Ashes. Are yes, guaranteed. We have to talk about him. Kurt, Kurt Vander. Vander one, Saint Astria. <laughs> he uh yeah he has to go help uh Yuna and Musei because they get a they find out there's some weird stuff happening there and he tags along with them and even though he's like I don't think I can really go there it's not going to be a big I I I will help from it's it's I, a girl's school so yeah, I'll, I'll have to I'll help from the side I'll help from the side and then you say like oh, oh no I don't think so 
So we get Kurt Vander dressed up as <laughs> as a lady. Kurtina. With his, his long-haired wig and just stands like a dude. He just He's stands like, like a dude. <laughs> and and Musa has like some kind of magic potion she gives that changes his voice for like five minutes. It's really good. I love how immediately when you get into a fight, it just changes back to Kurt's voice because like they didn't record yep. voice lines for battle. And then they're like, oh, the, the potion wore off. Whoops. Laughs so hard. It's a really good goof. I, it's I th- so good. I think this game has made me turn the corner on Musei. I don't hate her as much as I used to. I like stirring Musei now. <laughs> I I do like that she's just a menace. Yes. Um and like she still has her like pervy lines, but I feel like she's kind of like chilled out a bit. She's chilled out, and also everyone just kind of just like no sells them anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, that... oh god, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> And so, like, that helps because that was, I was like, oh, God, she just sexually harasses Rain all the time. But They just, um, they make her more of a gremlin in this game than the other two. Right, right. And I appreciate that quite a lot. Because mm. um, Musei was the, the last one of the new Class 7 that I was having a hard time with. And mm-hmm. so, like, I, I appreciate her now. Um, and this story definitely helped. Yeah. Uh, and I also love that the, the girl that the whole story focuses on. Uh, I I was telling you she's just like Kurt Vandersexual. Yeah. <laughs> because at one point she's like, "Oh wow, look at this beautiful girl! Like I I'm in love with this girl. Do I like girls? What's going on here? I guess I like girls now." Yeah, she's like, "Ah, whatever. Who cares?" Um, and then like she finds out that that Kurtina is actually a guy, and he like saves her at one point. She's like, "Oh, oh well, you're a guy, and I I still like you, and cool. Like either way." <laughs> this is this is great. It's like, yeah, she her, she. her poor friends are just like, oh god, what is wrong with her? What is wrong with her? She's Kurt Vandersexual. Yeah. Um. But yeah, him just standing like a dude in the in the Saint Astria <laughs> dress is like the funniest thing. Uh, he's got the wig. So good, and then you can put you can put that costume on him and for the rest of the game, and put the hat on him, and he's good. Yep. It's real funny. <laughs> Uh, it's one of my favorite side stories. You you told me to go find that one, and I was like, there's no Kurt Vander story here. And then you're like, oh, go to this one. And I was like, okay, yes, this seems weird. I don't know why. And then I was like, oh, as soon as Kurt showed up. Oh. Yep. Oh. Because <laughs> oh, Elliot like, gets to help out, but he's like. He's like, he's part-time teaching he's there. like an adjunct. Yeah. Um, And he still gets to be a dude. <laughs> so I think Musei was just with him. And that's music for you. No, no, it's completely accurate. That that's just who she is. And you know what? I support her. This was amazing. And then she and brings she up. She's like, job. she's like, oh, oh, maybe the next time we can put another costume on. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Nope, nope. Uh, the Ash story also very good. It's one of the ones you unlock near the end of the game. Um, mm-hmm. it basically kind of goes through Ash's whole what he's dealing with and how he's trying to come to terms with like the events of the last game and the previous game before that and everything. Mm-hmm. And like how he's kind of like starting to think of wanting to drop out of the branch campus because he feels like he, you know, doesn't belong and everything and shouldn't be. And there. he feels like he doesn't have a right to be happy. Yeah. Um, Which is we... all represented by his like Butler form with the like gross goo coming from his eyeball. Yeah. Um, so we get this whole thing about how the branch campus is having a, an open house, essentially a little kind of school festival type deal. Mm-hmm. 
and because he was absent one day they they made him be on the the council that oversees everything so he has to go and do that he's not he's not happy about it he doesn't want to do it but he realizes oh i guess i'll do it because i'm leaving i'll put i'll put all my effort into it whatever i also uh, love that musei like reen has to go do something he's like musei please explain everything to him and she's like oh, i'm gonna explain this is fine. Um, we find out later she didn't explain everything. <laughs> no, because she's like, oh, if I explained everything, he would have definitely just turned it down and ran away. Yep. <laughs> and everyone's yep. Just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he would have, but like, yeah. Reen's like, why didn't you tell him? <laughs> oh, it's so good. So yeah, he Reen, basically- you should have known. <laughs> yeah, you, you really goofed <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I uh, mean, it worked out for the best because this is great. True. Uh, so he goes around and like, goes to see all the clubs and like make sure they have everything and like helps them out and preparing and all that sort of stuff and then you get to the day of the the, the open house and then he basically kind of does the same thing just goes around and makes the rounds uh he helps in like the literature club as well because like you know he's a part of that and uh i Ta- love his support of tatiana tatiana is like going to do like a reading and he's like you'll be fine you'll be able to do it and then he also like goes there to help her out to be there with her so she isn't too nervous and everything um but you, you kind of just go around the school and, like, see all the clubs and what they're doing and just talk to, like, all, like, the, the characters that you know, like, the name characters and, like, some of the other characters that, like, show up. Like, like Yuna's family shows up and watch her play tennis and there's, like, yelling for her and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the main campus kids come to play chess. Yeah. Uh, and, and Sydney gets a, gets a somewhat yes on hanging out afterwards. He's like, yeah, I did it. And she's like, wow, I was not expecting that. Yeah, which is, you know, good for him. He's been trying for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, people are, oh, Rex is taking pictures in, in the in the tea, the tea ceremony. ceremony and he's like, man, do I got to kick you out? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, we're, we're allowed. Music's like, no, this is great. Just let him stay. Because he does kick out some two, like two dudes who are like leering on the tennis club. And it's like, I could beat him up, but that seems like it would be too much here. So what if I just convinced him to leave? And basically he's like, yeah, you know, they're pretty they're pretty nice, right? But you realize what kind of school this is? This is a military academy. They realize they're lo- you're looking at them like that. They will mess you up. They will break all your bones, bash your skull in. And that's like the least of your worries. And they're like, oh, I, 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 we got to go. See ya. He's like, yeah, you know, some of these people are from some pretty prominent families. If you get in trouble with them, like, ooh, yikes. <laughs> um, so, like, it, it's it's nice that he's able to figure out ways, like, very Ash-level ways of dealing with these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't like them leering at these girls. It's yeah. weird. Uh, but yeah, he makes the rounds and everything, and then kind of, and there's, like a break and then he gets to like go around and do it again but this time he like he gets to talk to like more people some like the staff members he'll talk to like toa talk to randy reen and randy like i like this conversation with randy where randy's like mm-hmm. you know you remind me of myself we're very alike you know and, he, and, and hatch is like what are you talking about <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> well and it's interesting because um this i mean we we find out throughout this that randy's leaving as a teacher which mm-hmm. makes sense of course he would yeah um but this is before he leaves and he's talking about like his his leaving and it's it's randy knows what's going on he's very aware that ash is planning on leaving and basically everyone does except for yeah, ash yeah. knowing that yeah so he's trying to like push him in a, mm-hmm. a different direction without ash even really realizing it there's a there's a good scene where like the the rest of class seven is kind of just hanging out on a break and then he shows up and they're like 
he's like, oh, you guys just hang out here. You, you meet up like this. And like, no, we all just kind of did this out of, you know, the blue. It just all happened. all showed up. Like, you're all slacking. I'll yell at you if you're slacking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, like, um, they, they talk about how, like, you know, their class wouldn't have worked if, like, one of them was missing. He's kind of like, oh, I don't know about that. And they're like, no. It wouldn't have worked. everybody. He's like, okay, see you later. Bye. I gotta, I gotta do things. Also, there's a box outside the literature club that he thinks is a voting box for which club did the best. Who did you vote for? <laughs> the music club. You vote for the music club? Uh-huh. I voted for the cooking club. I forgot what the cooking club even did by the time I'd gotten there. <laughs> I mean, Freddie was giving them some wild it's ingredients true. and like that guy was loving it. And I mean, they were running a full restaurant out of the ca- uh, out of the cafeteria. You're not wrong. I was really impressed. Yeah, uh, I, I gave I, I gave the cooking club my vote. I gave the music club, and they, I think Ash's line was, "You rocked me well," or something like that. It was something really goofy. Uh, I, I it, he said something about the food, but I don't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, he he eventually after the end of the day, he like goes and casts his vote. He's like, well, I guess I better do this. I can't vote for my own club because that would be lame. <laughs> Lame. Even though, like, Tatiana definitely deserved that vote. Yeah. And, like, it was very much hinted at in three and four that, like, there's something going on between them. Yes, 100%. And, um, like, I, I assume that that is still a thing, even though he was obviously distancing himself because he mm-hmm. was planning to not be there. Yeah. Um, but even still, he was, like, highly supportive of her the whole time. I was like, oh, he, he, can't, he can't stop caring about her. That's cute. <laughs> Uh, they go out and do like this, like they do a meeting after the the festival ends and everything. It's like everyone's there and the, the staff's all there. And Ash is basically just like, I "Wonder what this is about? Like, if, this, if they're just gonna do the vote for which club did the best, that's a real lay main event." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mint's there. And Mint's like, "Oh, Toa's go getting the votes, calculating the votes, and we'll 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 get the results once we're done." And then uh, Le Guin shows up and is like, "All right, here we go. This is as you all know, we are." about to announce the results for who will be the first student council president of the branch campus. And that's just like, wait, what? Huh? Huh? What's going on? And of course, like, you know, uh, the nominees are the people who are in the committee to work, who worked on the, you know, helped out for the open house and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wait, what? Wait, what? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Stark, Jessica and Ash. Mm hmm. And everyone, Ash is like freaking out, and Reen's like, Musa, did you explain everything to him? She's like, No. Gremlin. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, God. Reen, you should have known. And then the but- votes the votes are read, and Ash gets like, is has the most votes out of everyone. <laughs> I do also love that Toa's like, Well, what got disqualified? Because it's yes. a vote for a club, and that, that doesn't really work. Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but we're going to read it anyways. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, God, that was me. Yeah. But yeah, they vote for him, and he's like, Oh, God, I'm supposed to be leaving. And um, then they have the, the rooftop talk. Yeah, Reen basically like, Hey, you're, you're planning on leaving, aren't you? <laughs> he's like, What? How do you know? And I like how Reen's basically like, you know, oh, you know, as a teacher, I should be like, implore you, no, don't do this. But like, let me let me talk to you from the heart. And Ash is like, oh, my God, you're going to give me one of these lame speeches again. How dare you? <laughs> and I mean, I mentioned it to you when I was telling you, like, after you played it, that Reen is honestly the best person to talk to in this situation. Because if anybody understands how he's feeling, it's Reen because they were both a trigger for the Great Twilight. And especially after the events of Reverie in general. Mm hmm. 
which I guess I don't know when this takes place. I mean, it would have been the end of their first year. So I think that's, um, or is that, is that before or after? I think this would be after Reverie. I don't remember for sure. I think which they, is I, probably why it unlocks at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he gives you the good pep talk and then the rest of Class 7 shows up and they're like, hello, we were kind of overhearing, but hey, you, you can't leave. We don't want you to leave. And then Tatiana shows up like, no, you can't leave. You did you used to help me so much in the club. You were always so good and nice. And it helped me a lot. It's like the most we hear from Tatiana the whole game. <laughs> I think Busey's like, oh, look at her spilling her heart out. <laughs> yep. Look at her go. It's very uh, good. I also love Altina just completely f- yeah. like messing up uh, and getting I, mean, I, I wouldn't really be that bumped out if you if you left, but I guess I would be a little sad if you weren't here. <laughs> And they're like, oh, God, Altina's still figuring out, like, what emotions are and how to explain them. <laughs> she doesn't mean it like that. She would be upset if you left. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they eventually convince him because, like, he he has another, like, inner conversation with himself of, like, and, like, he kind of admits that, like, the the butler version of himself is basically his own made-up creation mm-hmm. and all that, and... But he's still going to, like, have it there to, like, help push him in case, like, you know, he starts getting soft, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I love the idea of Ashby, the student council president. And also the fact that he 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 drags Busey into being his vice president. Yep, yep. Because they're like, like, oh, yeah, you get to pick your, your, your cabinet. And Tatiana's like, I'll be treasurer. And they're like, yeah, she'll be great. And he's like, oh, anyone huh and immediately just looks at you say he's like oh i gotta go <laughs> so she's vp like, uh-uh. tatiana's treasure and then jessica and stark are the other two positions yeah. so i don't remember what they are but that that was very but good it was very good i love that one it's probably my favorite yeah it's it's very fun it's very good uh we should also talk i guess about this main story a little bit yeah we should so that we don't we're not here for three hours. God, yeah, I don't want another Trails of Cold Steel 4 podcast. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, we can kind of get through it, I think, yeah. relatively quickly. And also, we did a, we're did recording this a day <laughs> later, so I don't want to have to edit a lot. No, 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 no. No, I get you. I get, um, you. I get you. But essentially, like, this this picks up after the events of 4. Uh, everyone's kind of, like, still dealing with the after effects of everything. Uh, the SSS are able to liberate Crossbell for a time being. And then, as soon as they're about to get independence, here comes Rufus back. What? What? And now he's the supreme leader of Crossbell. With like, he also has a uh, Garcia, Dieter, random masked man, <laughs> and random masked lady, who's definitely not Ilya. <laughs> definitely not. She got her boobas out. She does have her boobas out. Uh, so yeah, they take over Crossbell, and then everyone's very bummed about it. Um, so yeah. oh, and Lloyd gets <laughs> hit. Yeah, Lloyd gets messed up. He gets so real messed up. Lloyd's route about this is basically split. getting everyone back together and then trying to get back into Crossbell and re-liberate it, essentially. F- figure out what the heck is going mm-hmm. on with Rufus being there. Yeah. Uh, Reen and Class 7 are kind of out just doing stuff, and they get basically wrapped up into this whole deal as well because they're like, this is all weird. Also, we learned that Olivier has gone missing on his honeymoon, so like that's where they kind of get wrapped up into this, and they, that's their... That's their job for a little also, bit. Also, Kurt of this. Vander's dad tries to kill him. It's true. He knocks him off a cliff. It was very rude. He climbs uh, it. 
And then we get the mysterious Sea Rao, who's just a dude sea who dressed Rao. up like Crow in Trails of Cold Steel 1. <laughs> or sort of. That's sort of. different. But he's just calling himself Sea. And they're using the same name. But yes. like the new version of it. He he hangs out with some kids, these new characters, uh uh Swin and Nadia, and they also pick mm-hmm. up a doll named Lapis. Mm-hmm. And they are just kind of doing their own thing, essentially. C is babysitting. C is babysitting a lot. We learn eventually that C is Rufus. Yes. Which is interesting because Rufus was in Crossbell, but it turns out this is also this is the real Rufus because he has his hair cut. Yep. Short hair. Rufus. He's short hair. Um, um, and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. I mean, I, I I'm, like I'm a head, but I'm not that much of a head. Yeah. Also, I don't like people using my name to be that much of a head. I was surprised that this was going to be the reveal because I was trying to figure out, okay, who is C? Who would they make as a protagonist in this game that isn't already a mainline character? I figured it out in the conversation with Nadia and Swin and when they were first getting Lapis out of the... Because he uses like a voice suitcase. changer then. Mm-hmm. And it is but very I, I figured, very familiar to a different voice in this game. Well, it's not. That's not how I figured it out. Okay. It's just the manner of speech that he had, like the way that he talks. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks like that, but Rufus, because mm-hmm. he has like a very fancy way of talking. High Yeah, yeah. He uses a lot of like big words for no good reason. Yeah. Um, and I was like, nobody else in this series talks like this. It's Rufus. I know it's Rufus. <laughs> and like, yeah, the voice changer did also do a thing. And I felt ba- bad because I thought you would figure it out because it was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's Valmar. No, I was um, just like, you, nope, that that's weird anyways. <laughs> I was like, oh, sh- he does voice Valmar and he has a voice changer. He's going to figure it out for that. Nope. Like, what nope. Nope. Okay. My mind was that it was Olivier because, like, I was also on the idea of, like, it's someone who is, like, of noble descent because, like, you know, the way they fight and everything and the way they talk mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. it that. So I was like, well, he's disappeared, so it wouldn't, make, it wouldn't surprise me if he's doing some weird thing. But Olivier uses a gun. Yes, that was also a thing that was tripping me up. So I was like, my other my other um, theory at first when I was mm-hmm. trying to connect, because, like, the, the letter C, I was thinking, like, is it a character whose name starts with a C? Was mm-hmm. that you would play as Cedric. Which would actually be interesting. Yeah, so I was like, that would... But also, like, I was thinking of it, but I was like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> and you asked me, like, is the sea, yeah. like, relevant, or is it... I was it... like, all right, well, right. out of the window. Yeah. So when, like, you get um, the Rufus reel, I was like, oh, interesting. And I, I really like what they do with Rufus in this game. I love what they do with the Rufus. It's because, real like, interesting. <laughs> before this, he was pretty much an irredeemable character. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot with him here. And, like, he's still an actor. But you also but, get a lot more of him that, like, you never would have gotten in the the previous four games. Like, right. You get a lot. You get in his head a lot more. You get in his head, and also you get to see kind of, like, him being, like, a weirdo and kind of goofy. <laughs> being very snarky yeah, yeah. towards, like, Swin, Nadia, and Lapis. Yep, yep. Also to Duvali. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe that Duvali ends up joining his, his That's squad. That's good. Also, Ren. Ren and also Ariel. This is a lot. It's a lot of weird teams ups in this game. <laughs> really weird ones, but um, I, I I I did appreciate Ren being part of this. Uh, mm-hmm. she she's kind of like the older sister babysitter now. Yeah, um, uh, the crux of this game essentially is that there's there's this highly intelligent AI called Elysium that Lapis was originally in control of. She mm-hmm. eventually loses control of it, and now it's kind of wrecking havoc and trying to change Crossbell to unite the entire continent of Zemiria together. Man, um, AI story hit a little too close mm, to home right now. 
and basically they're also like it's creating these uh copies of people so like the the, co the the version of rufus is a copy you see all these other different copies of like mcburn arios is like there's multiple arios copies mcburn shows up and then like but they also like these copies don't know that they're copies right so like you fight mcburn and then like his arm blows off and it's like robot stuff and you're like oh that's weird yep um so yeah, all that's happening, and then like, and it can replicate um, artifacts, which is really yes. problematic. Uh, so then, eventually, once you you all get together and try and take back Crossbell, this big tower shows up and starts and blows up the the Juno naval base. Just yeah, literally also at one point like, wipes it off the map. Um, at one point when um you're trying to find Olivier, um, Reen ends up getting strange combination of like eye and hair situations which yeah. i guess we should say like olivier is fine they find him also they just casually drop that shara's pregnant and that's why you can't play as her in the game <laughs> it's a throwaway line that she's pregnant i'm like what what um, we got too and... many characters you can play as we got to cut one <laughs> No, 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 and he, you know, he keeps a gun in his loot, apparently. Yeah. Um, but but he's fine. But during this whole situation, like they they try and attack the the um settlement in Nord, and Reen is able to like summon his his new mech and um ends up which he's not supposed some... to be able to do like that. He is not supposed to be able to do that. But then when they open it up, he's like got like white tips on his hair, yeah. and then one of his eyes is yellow. Because they also meet the uh, a new mech. Yes. The zeroth, or the, is it the zeroth or the, the seventh, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, seventeenth? Um, it is the eighth. The eighth, yes, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the eighth big mobile suit. The eighth divine knight. Yeah, exactly. Same mm -hmm. difference. <laughs> that just shows up and then immediately is like, Roop, see you later. Roop. Um. So yeah, you you find out a lot of stuff. You you end up going to like, um, the the um mirror castle which resembles more of the mirror castle you get in crossbell than what you did in cold steel which is wild mm -hmm. um but yeah you get to you get to meet a guy there who looks just like reen who looks just like reen but um is 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 um messed got up long... <laughs> yeah he's real messed up he's got like long white hair he's got the yellow eyes he's all bandaged up and like his, his outfit's all torn to pieces and he's kind of a butthead mm -hmm. um that's ishmelga reen yes it's the alternate version the alternate timeline yeah essentially it's like this is what happens if things at the end of cold steel 4 would have went bad well, because that's the only ending you can get initially when mm -hmm. you play the game, and yeah. then you reload and you do it again, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to do this other real route?" And you do that, and you get the actual good end. So it, it's it's kind of pulling like a Shadow Hearts, and that like the good end and the bad end are simultaneously like canon. Mm -hmm. Um, which go listen to Shadow Hearts podcast if you want to know that, <laughs> or just play Shadow Hearts because those games rule. Um. But I always love when they do this kind of thing. That like there's an alternate version that's also like a, a a canonical situation, even though it's it's not the version that you know of. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's here. He's like, hello. We're I have gonna, a big we're gonna tower. Fight. I'm going to I'm... assimilate into you. Yeah, that's that's no bueno. No bueno. Let's fight in a big oh. tower with everyone. Blech. 
Yeah. Which Kevin. Where's Kevin? They even mentioned that Kevin's there. I did like the lead up into this, even though it's a very long cutscene. It's just like, here's everyone showing up to help. Yeah. It's just like, all right, we're doing something, and oh no, something bad happened. And here's the cavalry. Oh no, something bad happened. And here's the cavalry. Like everybody's here. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, you fight through oh. the. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say one thing that we forgot to mention is that at, at one point, um, oh shoot, I always pronounce her name wrong. Um, uh, in, in the the evacuation of Crosswell, um, Mary Marie, um the the crossbell gal um gets like shot to heck and um randy she, she has, gets like, shot in um in mains or as i like to call it in this game mines i'm so mad that it's pronounced mines um she well she gets shot when she's evacuating citizens to mines right um, right, right. after after the event she's there in mines basically trying to stay alive yeah and like Randy is losing his mind there, even though like he's he's trying real hard to keep it together, and you get a really good um, bro moment with him mm-hmm. and Lloyd in this situation. But um, he, if you talk to him a few times here, there are several moments where he's like, you know, there's something I got to do when when you're yes. fine, and yeah. and I, you know, I, I you got to make it through, you got to. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Randy, I did find it interesting as well that like the moment where you get Randy back at this basically a very much like a, a mirror image of how you re-get him back in the second crossbell game yes like it's the exact same part of like that map and everything that he shows back up and everything it's, mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. interesting that they would do that parallel it is but yeah like the the it, it's it's like a handshake type thing that they do um together but lloyd is basically like bro you gotta stop trying to like throw your life away yeah. man like you you gotta you gotta rely on us a bit, and I I, I cried during this scene because you're a baby, like a, like a baby. Um. Anyway, I'm bringing this up because it'll be relevant later. I I, I do want to mention as well. It was it was it did take me a, a fair bit to get used to the English dub of the Crossbell characters because I was oh, really? so used to them from the the two Crossbell games. Because mm-hmm. I didn't play I didn't replay through three and four like you did so. Oh, okay, yeah. It took me a bit. I will say, I think some of them are not as good. Really? As, not as I would not like. I think the chief should have been. He. You need to get someone who sounds like they smoke five cartons of cigarettes a day and just like <laughs> deep voice and all that. Um, I don't remember him being in three and four though. I don't think he was. So he's new, yeah. and um, I think Dudley was new. Dudley, Noel, Wazi, Vald. Oh, Wazzy's well, such a menace too. Vald! We didn't mention Vald and his glasses. Everyone gives him for the glasses. It's very funny. Everybody gives him shit. So for whatever reason, Tio's voice also was kind of like took me a while to get used to. Really? Yeah. Huh. And then Zai just comes out and's like, Hello. Hello. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Zaid, what are you doing? <laughs> Zaid, my boy. Um They've got some pretty big names for the Crossbell cast, which mm-hmm. um, is is pretty wild. Uh, I, I don't have it pulled up, but like um, they have Robbie Damon as Lloyd, yeah, which is a carryover, obviously from four. Yes. Um. Oh God, I can't type. 
Typing's hard. Did you know typing's hard? It is. It's so hard. Um, ba 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 bum. Da 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 da. I'm trying my best. <laughs> I make noises. Um, Erica Mendez is Ellie. Uh, Jonah Scott's Randy. Uh, da 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 da. Griffin Burns sounds familiar. He's Wazzy. Where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? <laughs> Where is my boy Kevin? Um, also worth mentioning that, um, Arios is voiced by the guy who's going to be voicing, uh, Kiryu in English mm -hmm. from now on, which is wild. Um, but yeah, Estelle's like, oh, look, Five is here. Kevin and, and, and Reese are here. And I'm just like, are you, are you joking? Are you joking? Uh... Are you kidding me right now that you would call out that Kevin's here? And, like, we don't get a portrait. We don't get him saying a line. Nothing. It's real mean. They hate Kevin, and I'm sad. It's real mean. I love Kevin. Justice for Kevin. Justice for Kevin. Uh, yeah. There's a lot anyway, of... Anyway, we're going to the tower. Yeah, there's a lot of characters in this game as well. Um, Like, there's a good scene where Rufus and company goes and meets with uh, Ian. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We were excited to see Ian again. This even though he's butthead. Cool. Yeah, um, I also like in the uh, the the retaking of Crossbell, like you basically split off into three groups, mm -hmm. and then there are just like characters that will come up and like help you out. Like um, Garcia turns back into being somewhat of a not dummy and like is not working with the Supreme Leader and like helping you out. Right. Dieter was like, "Oh yeah, I hired the Red Constellation to come help us. Don't worry, I'm not I'm not on that dude's side anymore. It's cool." <laughs> <laughs> I've come to help out, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Just very good. Yep. Um, you have to fight Ilya. Yeah. And then bring her to her senses. I liked Ilya's story as well in this, where she was like, the reason she got taken over by the, the mask and everything and turned bad was because, like, you know, she went through all that rehab and everything to get back to being the star. But she was like, I got to keep doing more and more so, I, so people don't think I'm like, losing my touch or anything like i gotta continue to get better and better and better and better and like all that stress and like the weight of everything that she had to go through and like all of the all the stuff that happened in the last two years just like broke her essentially to where yeah she was and i mean able to get manipulated like that it's super similar to what the sss goes through because they realize like everybody's holding us as a symbol mm -hmm. and that's not what we are and that's not what we ever were and so, like, that pressure is is crushing, essentially. And so it was it was an interesting parallel with, with the SSS and Ilya and that they're both having to deal with, like, we're symbols of Crossbell and yeah. Crossbell's hope and independence. And if anything goes wrong here, we get blamed for it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that was that was really interesting. Um, I also forgot to mention that Dudley and Machias are basically related. It's very funny. I love that bro ship. Also, I'm glad that they kept the uh, the Ilya calling Lloyd her favorite little guy. I I was very happy about it's that. Very good. Very good. Very very good. Ten out of very 10. very good. Um, but yeah, very you go, good. You go to this tower and you got to fight through all a bunch of enemies, and eventually you get to the top and you fight Ishmael Gareen, who mm -hmm. starts getting more and more angry. Yes, angry. And then you got to fight his uh, divine knight. And they're like, well, this sucks. We got to fight a divine knight. And then we just get some some mechs show up for us. 
and then oh by the way we're just gonna allow the spirits of valimar ordine and el prado of course rufus's divine knight to show up and be like hey we're gonna help you out boys oh my god i lost my shit when valimar came back it was it's interesting as well because like this is the only time you have a a divine knight fight correct the in the whole they, game they use that mechanic in this but yeah valimar showing up was very like yeah let's go i was so excited But then they broke my heart later. Yeah. Um, so you got to do that while, like, all the hacker gals are trying to take down Elysium mm -hmm. and separating it from Ishmelga. They just plug uh, Lapis in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, is great because I had her in her magical girl outfit. So she's just sitting there in the magical girl outfit being plugged in. Yep. <laughs> uh, you were able to win and everything, but then Ishmelga's like, oh, by the way, this weapon's not going to go away. It's going to, like, target whatever people whatever humans hate and everything and that's just going to keep going off and all that so good luck see you later and then they all have to leave but mm -hmm. they're all they're all getting teleported away by um roselia and vita and emma and celine and all that and then as soon as they're doing Anxiety. that yeah insight and rufus is like you ain't gonna be not doing that he's <laughs> gonna step back and they're like where's rufus they're like oh that idiot stayed in there oh you you dummy you dummy and then you see like him making an announcement like, hello, I'm the Supreme Leader. I, we're going to shoot off more lasers. Y'all hate me, right? Hate me. Ha, ha, I ha, suck. Ha, ha, ha. And then and then it lasers him and blows up. Kaboom. Except that doesn't, it's not what happened. Ba, ba, ba. They're like, this was, a this was the last future Elysium showed us here. Now we're all going to go there. Well, not all of us. Some of us are going to go there and get him out of there. So it's like, Swin, Nadia, and Lapis, obviously, you're going to go there. Mm -hmm. um, Lloyd goes as well Zait and then uh Usus as well it's like I gotta go get my brother out of there I was kind I do of... love oh go ahead no go ahead sorry I was gonna say that like I I love that they get to interact more than they have in mm -hmm. the past because there's been like the last real thing that happened with them was Usus punching the out of him mm -hmm. um but I do wish we had gotten a daydream or something with them, but yeah, I I I was glad that Yusus is like I want to understand you more because there's multiple times they have like they they have these like little kind of brief interactions where like we need to have a conversation at some point and they're both like yeah we do we just need to have a conversation at some point about things. Mm -hmm. I wish they had had the conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I was kind of bummed at first that they were going this route because I thought mm -hmm. the idea of Rufus sacrificing himself would have been a good ending for him. Yeah, no, that makes sense because he he's did a lot of bad things. Yeah, I thought it would have made sense and everything. So like when they they did this and it was like we're gonna get him out of there, I was kind of like oh, I don't know about that. But I I feel like that the way they show like how Swin, Nadia, and Lapis like really like connected to him and everything and how they rely on him. Yeah, and even like Lloyd and. And Usus are like, yo, we need to get you out of here. I like how as soon as like Lloyd and Usus show up, he's like, oh, you gonna you came to get one last shot in? <laughs> and Lloyd's <laughs> like, you know, that's very tempting, but hey, do you realize people actually care about you? I know it's shocking, but there's people who care about you and rely on you, and we need to get you out of here for them. And he's like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get out of here. He's our, he's pretty injured though he's got like burns and yeah, all kinds of fun stuff um so they they get him out yeah. with the help of zite because i mean i don't know if we mentioned this but rufus's whole story throughout this is like him trying to find a purpose in life because he has not really had that and he thought he had one with osborne 
but now that's gone so he's he's lost again but mm-hmm. meeting lapis and everything is like kind of helped him find a different avenue to try and find a purpose and all that he, banana he's become less irredeemable yes now he they they get him out of there before the whole thing goes boom and then the thing goes boom and now the other countries aren't going to invade and destroy crossbell yay now we can get independence for realsies this time <laughs> yay um i do really like the conversation with olivier and um rufus in the hospital yeah because <laughs> he's like I, you're not the person i'm not the person you probably would expect to be talking to you here ho ho <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's interesting because they basically pull a Yakuza 6 Kiryu on him where they're like mm. oh you know it's the supreme leader uh, Rufus Alborea died in that explosion I, and I don't know who this guy is he's very familiar looking you know looks kind of similar but this guy is some random dude I guess I don't know yeah and Olivia is like you know this this might actually be harder on you because you have no titles you have no money you have mm-hmm. nothing you don't have your name anymore you're nothing you got to figure out what to do with that. Yeah. But the kids, um, are, the kids have come in and they're like, yeah, let's go explore. Let's go travel the world and everything. We're going to hang out and do stuff. And he's like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll do that. Yeah. We'll do the thing. So I thought, th- I thought that was a good ending for him. Overall. I think so. I think so. Uh, I would be interested to see if he pops back up at any point, especially with, yeah. um, with Nadia's win. Cause I feel like they might, come back at some point i hope so i like those those i liked all three of those new characters i did too i really did i was i was not expecting to like be as connected with them because you know we've had so many so much time to get connected with the the crossbell and erebonia mm-hmm. kids and it's, it's hard to really like introduce new characters and make them meaningful with in a cast of over 50 characters right right but i really really liked them mm-hmm. um and I think that the bond between all of them is is really good. Yes. Um, so I would love if they pop back up. But yeah, Rufus has got to figure out like, all right, well, what do I do now? I'm just going to hang out with these kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these are my kids now. Yep. <laughs> Yay. And then everyone kind of goes off into the sunset. And Lloyd has to do a speech, which... He's ooh. like, oh, God. Oh, God. I don't like this. <laughs> I mean, same speeches suck. Speeches are no bueno. Um, but yeah, Crossbell is independent again. Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, and we do get some interesting scenes that lead into our next arc. Yeah, so like, there's a scene you unlock at the end of the game with the Grandmaster of Ouroboros, which I guess we see for the first time. Which is wild because she's on the box art. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she's at the very end of four. If you read. So I know she's at the very end of the four, but I didn't think they showed her. They did. Oh, okay. they showed. Uh, I don't know if they showed her face, but they showed her model. Okay, so like it's, it's they the had model. They necessarily hadn't shown like all of her, I guess, until now. Right. Right. But yeah, like she's hanging out there, and then McBurn shows up and is like, "What's up? What's up? I'm still doing kind of doing my thing, but I want to have a little conversation real quick." Um, the annoying little professor guys there. Professor shows up. Who else shows up? Um, because someone else shows up as well. It's not the normal suspects because like Campanella's not there. Um, you don't even have, though they mentioned. Um, I was like, she mentions Campanella like talking to McBurn. I was like, oh right, he's not in this game at all. He's not, and right. Mariabelle's not there either, which is wild. Yeah, You'd think Mariabelle would be there. She's mentioned quite a few times, but yeah, she's yeah. not. She's not in here. 
Who is the last person who shows up? I don't remember. But regardless, like, the whole poor reason McVern's there, he wanted to have a conversation with the Grandmaster, and then the new president of Calvert, like, just... Pops in. Pops in and is like, hey, what's up? You want to have a... You want to make a little truce here for two years? You know, you got your own plan going. I got my own plan going. We won't interfere with each other. But then after that, it's hands off, game on. Grandmaster's like, okay, cool. I don't trust this man. No. <laughs> I don't trust this man. If he has a direct in with the Grandmaster so he can call in, I don't trust him. Mm-mm. So I don't know what the heck is going to happen over there, but uh, yikes. We'll find out in the next game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that the, it was interesting that they really, like, kind of, like, they gave you, like, three little stories that, are, like, really are, like, here's a little preview of what we're going to be dealing with in Kuro no, uh, Kuro no Mm-hmm. So you have, like, one with Reen on vacation in Calvert. I love that he's just like, I'm going to go to the hot spring with my family. And then gets attacked <laughs> by ninjas. <laughs> Reen can't be taken away from the hot springs. No. Um, but yeah, he's he's um, trying to find his master. Mm-hmm. And um, I do think the funniest thing about this is that he he's like going to get information. He's like buying a bunch of souvenirs because he can't. He feels like he can't talk to people without like b- not wasting their time. Yep. <laughs> it's like Reen has social anxiety. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> um. But yeah, he goes out into the woods and he finds some like. Signs of human existence, and then, yeah, he's attacked by ninja. By ninja. And he's attacked by a, a, a big ninja that um, he he finds shocking because he uses, like, the dual blade style, but he has dual dual blades. And he's like, I've only seen Crow use one of those. That's wild. Ninjas. Ninja. Um... And then the gal that they call the princess shows up mm-hmm. and cuts his sword in half, which I'm still mad about. I got um, But I assume she's going to be somebody we deal with at some point because yes. she has the same master potentially as Reen. Maybe. Um, Who knows? We'll find she's, out. She's connected to him somehow. Yes. Um, and, and she seems like a tough lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to see what Ren's up to in Calvert, where she's at just a random school, and yep. it's very famous now because everyone's just like, ooh, ooh uh. she uh, she incurs the wrath of a rich kid, yep, and basically thwarts his every plan, and then he decides to bully her. He tries to bully her unsuccessfully, and then she takes her revenge by showing off a video of him paying off like all these other candidates for student council, and runs him out of the school. And then he and tries- basically like ups her popularity because he yeah. keeps doing things to try and like throw her under the bus, and she's like does something cool to to save herself, and everybody's like, "Whoa, look at her! I love her!" So like he's he's accidentally making people like her more. Dumbass. And then he tries to like hire mafia goons to beat her up, and then she just goes full on angel slaughter mode. Mm-hmm. Pulls out the scythe <laughs> and just like beats them all up, and just like. What if I do the same to you, little boy? He's like, Ugh. pees his pants and passes out, essentially. Yeah, she also shows, um, like, throws a newspaper at him. He's like, oh, by the way, uh, your, your dad, dad keeps threatening me with, uh... <laughs> wow, look at what happened to him. He's he's out, out of politics and is disgraced. Huh, interesting. How could that have happened? Wow. He can't protect you now, little boy. Yeah, so he had, uh, she'd been working with, like, a reporter who she got... A uh, a connection with via Grace. Is his name Dingo? Yes. 
Dingo. And that's how she was able to do all that. And then she goes back to school and then learns that she's also now the student council president. <laughs> and she mentions Ash. It's like, oh my god. We, we were talking like how like all the student council presidents in these games are like just wild characters except for Toa. Toa is the only normal one. <laughs> Toa is the normal one and like the responsible student yeah, council president. Everyone else out like, of control. Yeah. You have Ash, you have Ren, you have Lecter. It's like, oh my god, y'all. Chill. Uh, and then the, the final one is basically about one of the characters that is in Kurono Kaseki. Mm-hmm. So kind of getting you introduced to one of the new characters from that and giving you like a little bit of a preview of like kind of what's happening in Calvert type deal. Some drugs and drugs. trafficking. And it seems like she has a big old crush on, on the main character of Kuro. Uh-huh. Um, and she is an A-rank bracer at the same age as, as Sarah. She's the beauty blade. She's a beauty blade. And and Zen's there and is encouraging her as like a mentor, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm excited if he's... I hope he shows up again. He, he does. I like him a lot. He does. Does he? Yes. <gasps> Yay! But yeah, that that's Trails into Reverie, essentially. No, it's it- not. It's not. It's not. Because we got to talk about the credits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I brought that up earlier. Sorry. <laughs> Randy Orlando proposes. He did the thing. And Wazzy is just like, hey, 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 what's going on over here? <laughs> like, hey, 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 hey. Um, but yeah, like in the hospital room, just like casually giving her the box. And it's like, Randy Orlando, I'm proud of you, buddy. Proud of you. Good job. You deserve it. You really deserve it. Like, get get you some of that happiness, my my dude. His little Sundari girlfriend, fiance. So happy. Um, there were some other like good shots in the credits. I'm trying to remember what all they were. Um, there was, there was a, the one the, with Mishi, which was very good. Oh, yeah. We're, it's it's with, like, uh, Suzuku, Jingo, Kia, and then you see Tio. Like, yeah! When Arios is there, too! Arios is there, and then you see uh, Estelle and Joshua in the background as well, and then also I think the, the Chief and Sonya are there, too. Uh, Let's see. I've, I've got them on my computer. Let me see. It's real good. Yeah, you're right. They are there. There's which I the, wonder uh, if they're going to... Um, I wonder if the chief and Sonya are gonna rekindle their romance. Hmm. There's the one where you see uh, the branch campus doing another festival, and they are doing a theater play for class seven. And music immediately like ma- makeup up for Kurt Vander. Yeah, he's like, uh, 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 and then. And do you yep. see like Kurt is the leading lady, and Yuta is the leading man? Which is a big callback to Sky. Um, because Estelle is is one of the leading men, and uh, Joshua plays the the love interest. Good. The the gal, the princess. Also, like in that picture, you see Crow helping them build like sets and stuff. And Elliot's there too. It's yeah, just great. hanging out. It's pretty good. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Um, I love that you have Duvali giving the fruit basket. Yeah, to to Rufus. She's like, mm. yep. here, I guess. Uh, Duvali's good. Duvalee's so good. I love Duvalee. Um, You got the Ark and Seal gals back together. Um, Nadia giving them flowers. Class Seven's having a drinking party. Yep. Altina's there for some reason. I don't know why. She can't drink. <laughs> she's she's a child. 
she's a child. Um, which also there was that that booby line, which was really funny. Vermilium. Yeah, Vermilium. <laughs> she has that line, and also where she she asks if Eustace is going to be her sugar daddy. <laughs> That's good too. Uh, Millium's got some her really good lines in here. Boobies are going to be busting. Even though I feel like they're trying to, they they really want to set up Millium and Eustace as a couple. And I'm like, no, they're just bros. They're just bros. Like they, I know that that's what they're trying to do, but like to me, it just reads as like they they're are bros. bros. Um, I also love that Celine's trying to take the cookies um, yeah. from Lapis. It's like, oh well, I know how that goes. Kitty trying to get cookies. That, mm-hmm. that. we get the shot of the SSS together, the family portrait. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Oh, no, I pressed the wrong button. You goof. But um, yeah, I think the setup for these is like Lapis, Kia, and... Oh, for the tea party? No, 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 like the, the ones who are taking these photos. Oh, 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 Um, yes. It's um, it's uh, uh, Lapis, Kia, and uh, Altina. Yeah, they're all taking photos for Lapis to have like a scrapbook of. Um. Yeah, because there, there's Lapis and uh, Swin and Nadia and Rufus there, which Rufus has his silly outfit back on. Mm-hmm. Um, also worth mentioning, there is an official piece of art in Reverie um, where they have Kurt and Yuna holding hands in the back. Yeah, it's like Yuna grabbing Kurt's hand and like pulling him along, essentially. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Um, Got to give the people what they want. I mean, I'm good with that. I do like that piece of art, and I I love that Tio is just, like, making a a, a stereotypical, like, pose. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good. Really good. Um, And it's wild that um, they have them in, like, their original outfits. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, Estelle and Joshua are in their second chapter, the third outfits. Um. The SSS is all in their original outfits, except for Wazi's technically not, because Wazi's in his... Um, his, his father his garb, of course. Father garb. Um, <laughs> Crow's there for some reason. I don't know why Crow's there. He's just hanging out. He's just, he's just chilling. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, that's a fun piece of art. I don't know. Is there anything else that we need to... There is, I mean, there's the post-game stuff in the Reverie Corridor, but that kind of just feels like it's tacked on. It's not really super-duper useful story stuff. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Unless you um, you really want to know this giant orb made the, the... The Black Records. The Black Records. That's basically the only real big kind of reveal, but, like, even then, I'm just kind of like, all right, okay. <laughs> and you get to meet the the first, uh, like... OZ. OZ, um, yeah. which is basically Kia. But it's really just an excuse for you to be able to, like, do more corridors and pull more gotcha. Yeah, basically. Do more mini games and stuff like that. Yep. So it's there, but it's not like super, super relevant. Yeah. Trails into Reverie. We have trails to we have reveried. I am so shocked that in the like three years it took to release this that neither of us had Rufus SC spoiled for us. Yeah. I'm so shocked that didn't get spoiled for that us. That is kind of surprising. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that happened, but I thank you. I guess this is where we were good at avoiding looking too deeply into this game yeah i mean i was i was doing that because i didn't want to know a whole lot um, yeah and i'm doing the same thing with kuro i i know a few things about like who pops up there but yeah um like i don't know anything about the story yeah me either so um 
Good job, Internet, for not spoiling that for me. Yay. Because that was a really good reveal. Um, This was a fun game, though. I liked it a lot. And there was some really good moments in it. I felt like it was a, a, a good conclusion for Erebonia and Crossbell. Mm-hmm. Especially for Crossbell, because they really just, for this is what this game is. Yeah, this, this game is the third Crossbell game. Yeah. <laughs> Featuring Erebonia kids. So there you go. Now you can play play this game with the bajillion characters in your party mm-hmm. and have 10 stories, 10 games worth of story now in your head. Yes. But of course, there's only one question we have to ask after the end of this. Okay. Where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? Give Kevin. Where is Kevin? I'm so mad. But yeah, that's going to so wrap mad. up. That's going to wrap this episode up. We don't have to talk about a Trails game, I guess, until Kuro. Well, I guess we might talk about the the the, the other game coming out, but that's not no, you technically in the same vein. Right, right. It's it's tangential game. Yeah. So eventually, we will talk about Kuro whenever they decide to announce it and bring it over that. here. Yep, yep, yep. I'm hoping it'll be soon. I hope so too. Like I'm, I'm guessing it'll be next year. That would be nice. That would be very nice because I'm now I'm itching for more. You should probably put some lotion on that. You know, you're right. You're right. Let me find some some trails lotion somewhere. Oh, there's also a really good picture of Lloyd holding um, Cope, which made me happy. Cope? You mean cop? Yeah. Cop. <laughs> I, I like Cope better because I don't like cop. <laughs> cop's the only good cop, though. You're right. Cop's the only... I mean, technically the SSS are all cops, but... I want to call him Cope. You're just coping. You're Got that right, coping right. going. You're right. But anyway, it was, it was a good picture. It's a good yes. picture. So that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalamycheckup.com or sac.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok. You won't get me to call it the other name. Nope. Mm-mm, no. At Anime that. Checkup. Uh, you can buy our books, One Shiny Moment of Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, Hot Tubs, and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, you know, of course, with it being August, <laughs> what better time to go on vacation to an island? island nearby me a death island i think it's time I, for us to finally watch might finally mean because it just came out finally watch resident evil death island god my body is ready so join us t- as we discuss the latest cg resident evil film yay